Future Part 2 Saturday, October 26, 1985 Marty McFly finds his gleaming black truck. He cuddles his girlfriend Jennifer and sees his happy parents. There are electrical explosions and inventor Doc Brown appears. Dressed in yellow and red, with opaque silver sunglasses, the Doc scavenges food waste as fuel. Something's got to be done about Marty's kids. An electrical explosion causes the DeLorean to vanish. Humble Biff watches, intrigued. Electrical explosions cause Marty and Jennifer to cry out. The doc says they're headed for Hill Valley, California, at 4.29pm on Wednesday, October 21st, 2015. Jennifer becomes overexcited about the future, so the doc shines a sleep-inducing alpha rhythm generator into her eyes, Marty should wear specific clothes. He puts on trainers with power laces and a jacket with ill-fitting sleeves. The doc presses a button and the jacket says size-adjusting fit. With pockets pulled out and a rainbow cap, Marty looks just like his future son. Griff will ask if Marty's in or out. Marty should say he's out. The doc has a headline that reads, Youth jailed for 15 years. This event triggers the destruction of Marty's entire family. Marty finds the Cafe 80s. A Ronald Reagan avatar welcomes Marty and describes the specials. Marty gets a Pepsi. Marty Jr. then arrives and orders a Pepsi Perfect. Marty hides. Griff hits Marty Jr., asking if he's made a decision about that night's opportunity. Griff throws Marty Jr. behind the counter. Marty tells his son to stay down and shut up. Marty affirms the answer's no. Griff asks if Marty's chicken. Marty stops. With synthesised clucking noises, Griff prepares his extending, hidden baseball bat. Marty escapes and commandeers a hoverboard, which he throws down. He soon lands on his back. Griff's gang get their hoverboards. Marty grabs a passing car, but ends up over a pond. Without power, he's stranded. Griff and his gang all have power. Griff ultimately swings for Marty, 
who ducks out the way at the last moment. The gang crashes into the courthouse building. The newspaper changes from youth jailed to gang jailed. Since Griff goes to jail, the robbery doesn't happen. Future history's been altered. The doc reminds Marty he didn't invent the time machine for financial gain. The cops find Jennifer passed out. They use her thumbprint to ID her. She's clean, so they take her home. The doc says Jennifer could encounter her future self. Either seeing herself 30 years older puts her into shock and she'll pass out, or it could destroy the universe. The police use Jennifer's thumb on her door scanner and help her inside, where she soon hides. Jennifer's daughter Marlene then opens the door to Grandma Lorraine and learns Grandpa threw his back out again, golfing. He's suspended upside down, floating. Marty Sr. has always had a problem when called a chicken. Thirty years ago, Marty tried to prove he wasn't chicken and ended up in an automobile accident, which changed everything. Because he broke his hand, he gave up on music and spent years feeling unfulfilled. Marty Jr. reprograms the TV. Channels 18, 24, 63, 109, 87 and the Weather Channel. He moves the screen and enjoys all the channels simultaneously as the TV swings. Lorraine places a tiny pizza in their Black & Decker hydrator and closes the lid. She says hydrate level four. Juices are heard gurgling and a full-sized pizza appears. Needles asks Marty Sr. if he looked at Needles' proposal. Marty Sr. says it's illegal. Needles suggests Marty Sr. is chicken. Marty Sr. scans his card. Marty Sr.'s angry boss then appears and fires him. Jennifer sees her younger self. Both women faint and the doc catches young Jennifer. They must return Jennifer to 1985 and destroy the time machine. The doc and Marty put Jennifer on her porch swing. Marty noticing bars on the windows. Dogs run wild. At home, Marty climbs through a window and lands on a girl's bed. Her father arrives with a bat 
chasing Marty off. Marty finds wrecked cars, distant gunshots and screaming. It's apparently October 26, 1985. Strickland cocks his shotgun, aiming at Marty. A vicious drive-by screeches past, then Strickland defiantly returns fire. There are hundreds of bikers in Hill Valley. There's a neon-lit casino hotel with a picture of Biff Tannen, saying Pleasure Paradise. A tank rumbles past. Biff Tannen's one of the richest and most powerful men in America. A trip to the racetrack on his 21st birthday made him a millionaire overnight. Biff has his tongue all over Lorraine's face. Marty's rendered unconscious. Marty complains about a nightmare. Lorraine says he's safe on the 27th floor. She has a terrible boob job. Biff bursts in angry. When Lorraine threatens to leave him, he says he'll cut off her and her kids. Lorraine stays. Marty learns his father's dead. Marty goes to the cemetery where the doc meets him. A headline says, George McFly murdered. The doc says Biff got the almanac stole the time machine, went back in time, and gave the book to himself. This is their only chance to repair where the timeline skewed. Marty tells Biff they must talk about Gray's Sports Almanac. Biff says on November 12, 1955, someone showed up asking how Biff would like to be rich. The book had the outcome of every sporting event that century. Biff should bet on the winner and keep it secret. The man said someday, a wild-eyed scientist, or a kid, may show up asking about the book. Marty escapes up to the roof. Biff says a suicide will be nice and neat, or otherwise lead poisoning. Biff owns the police, adding that he killed Marty's father. The DeLorean rises and floors Biff. They should return to November 12, 1955. Old Biff will give young Biff the almanac. Once old Biff's return to 1985, Marty should seize the book. The doc says there are two of him there, and two of Marty. The other doc is from 1955, who helps the other Marty return to 1985. Marty's soon at the address. 
Biff storms out. He finds his car and argues over $300. He tells Lorraine there's a school dance. But Lorraine's going with Calvin Klein. Kicks Biff in the shin and runs off. Old Biff says he can help young Biff marry that girl and uniquely starts the car. Old Biff has a present that will make Biff rich. Presenting the almanac. Information worth millions. Biff could make a fortune. On the radio, UCLA trails 17 to 16. It's 4th and 11 with 18 seconds left. Old Biff bets young Biff a million bucks. UCLA wins 1917. Last minute field goal. UCLA wins 1917. Old Biff says the score's in the book. Biff should keep it very safe and not tell anybody. Biff closes the garage door, locking Marty in. That evening, Biff leaves his house for the dance, Marty on the back seat. Then Marty spots the almanac in Biff's back pocket. Strickland appears and takes the book. Marty follows Strickland into his office where Strickland drops the almanac in the bin. Marty finds that it's the ulala inside the almanac's cover. Marty watches George McFly deck Biff. He takes the book from an unconscious Biff. Biff's gang soon finds Marty, who hides under a table. On stage, other Marty says, all right, guys, blues riff in B. They should watch him for the changes and try and keep up. Biff's gang's in the wings wanting to jump other Marty, who's playing guitar. Marty climbs a gantry, dropping sandbags on them as other Marty's on his knees finishing his solo. Then Biff asks if Marty's chicken. Marty's floored by his other self opening a door. Biff attacks Marty, takes back the almanac and drives off. Marty's soon on his hoverboard, tugging at the almanac with a driving Biff. The book gets trapped on the windscreen Biff swerves and sees the tunnel entrance. Biff tries crushing Marty against the tunnel. Marty hovers on the tunnel ceiling, collects the book and lands the other side. Biff's car screeches to a halt. Marty starts skating away down the tunnel. He's pushed to the end where bunting is lowered by the hovering dock. Marty's lifted up and away as Biff drives into a manure truck. 
Marty Burns the Almanac. The matchbook from Biff's casino changes from pleasure paradise to auto detailing. George McFly murdered changes to George McFly honoured. Emmett Brown committed changes to Emmett Brown commended. Lightning strikes the time machine. There's an electrical explosion, air siphons, and it's gone. Coloured bunting leaves the sky and it starts raining. A man working for Western Union approaches Marty. They've had an envelope for 70 years with instructions it should be delivered to a young man called Marty at that exact location at that exact minute. November 12, 1955. Marty's overjoyed to learn the doc's been living happily in the year 1885. Meanwhile, the 1955 dock connects cables and lightning strikes the DeLorean, moving at 88 miles an hour. There's an electrical explosion, leaving behind flaming tracks. The dock dances and cheers joyously. Marty appears, saying he's back from the future. Doc says Great Scott and passes out. Starring Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, Leah Thompson, rated PG, directed by Robert Zemeckis, released in the UK 1989, runtime 1 hour 48 minutes. <laughs>